0: Hey everyone, yes I do mean you, it's me, Silver Daddy. Are you ready for another exciting adventure, aka Trip or Trippin', with me? We're about to discover and share some amazing life stories. If I take a few sudden tangent turns along the way, don't worry because I'll find our way back. Come on, climb aboard and buckle up because we are ready to start another great episode of Drippin' with Silver (laughs) Daddy. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's Trippin' with Silver Daddy. And I'm here in Monroe County, Florida. You know it. You know, it was the original home to the Tequesta and the Calusa Native Americans. But you probably know it more as the Florida Keys. And that's where I'm at. The Florida Keys actually contains about 800 islands. Imagine that. I'm not going to visit all of them. And the largest of them is Key Largo. And that's where I'm at now. This is Key Largo. In the Florida Keys, there's 42 bridges that connect all the keys that get you from the mainland of Florida all the way down to Key West. And the largest of those bridges is actually the one that connects the mainland into the first key, Key Largo, where I am at now. And that bridge is a little over, like, 35,000 feet. And the smallest bridge is at what they call Harris Gap. Harris Gap is about, the bridge is 37 feet. So... The Keys actually comes from the Spanish word tail, which means small islands. And that's where we, you know, start with the words, the Keys. Now, some places they call them keys, like over different areas of the world. But here we call them the Florida Keys. And Key West is the southernmost point of the Florida Keys, and there's some interesting things about that place, but it is the southernmost city in continental USA. The thing about it, Key West is actually closer to Havana, Cuba, than it is Miami, Florida. It's only 90 miles from Havana, Cuba. Because of that, at one time, Key West was actually the busiest city in all of Florida because of all the trade. The trade was coming up from Cuba, and it was coming from the Bahamas into the Florida Keys, and then it would go up into New Orleans. Remember that show, New Orleans? So it's a very important city it's not as crowded as it used to be. Now it's a big cruise ship area. But the Florida Keys actually is the largest turtle nesting site in the United States. We have more turtles that nest there than anywhere else in the world. But in these waters here, if you're watching me on YouTube, in these waters out here, It is ideal for what we call sports fishing. There's a lot of really good fish out there that people catch. We're talking about fish like we have triple tail, grouper, mahi-mahi, yellowfin tuna, blackfin tuna snapper, red snapper, what else is all out there, swordfish, there's all kind of fish out there, but there is one thing out there that a lot of people like but it's illegal to catch or collect and that's the queen conch. You are not permitted to collect the queen conch and bring it in. But what's also important about the Florida Keys there's been what we call 23 artificial reefs since 1981 that was developed in the Florida Keys. Most of these reefs are from ships that have been sunk. One thing a lot of people don't realize, in the Florida Keys, it's one of the few places in the United States that they actually authorized artificial reefs by the sinking of ships. So when we talk about all these islands, you know we're talking about an archipelago series of islands. Archipelago just basically means a bunch of islands in an area of the ocean. And that's what the Florida Keys are. In 1910... We talked about Henry um, Flagler in other podcasts, but in 1910, Flagler finished his overseas railroad, which actually connected Key West all the way up to Miami. And that opened the development of the Florida Keys. But in 1935, one of the worst hurricanes. Ever hit U.S. and it hit the Florida Keys. This is before we started giving hurricanes names, like whatever, Susie, Sally, you name it. But this hurricane was so strong, they estimated the winds were over 200 miles per hour, and over 500 people died during this hurricane. And this hurricane happened over Labor Day weekend and pretty much destroyed a lot of Flegler's Railroad that had to be rebuilt. Because it happened over Labor Day weekend, the hurricane is kind of known as the Labor Day hurricane of 1935. So it got hit extremely bad in the Florida Keys. There's a lot of things we're going to do, and one of the places we're going to go to is John Pennicamp State Park. It is a state park. It is a reef state park. We're going to go there, talk about that, and see what else we can find while we're here in Monroe County. Hey, everyone, I'm going to take a break. Please listen to my sponsors. I'll be right back. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Do you want to upgrade your home to maybe waterfront property or looking for investment property here in Broward or West Palm Beach counties and you want it to be hassle-free and stress-free and drama-free? Then you need Real Estate Agent Mark. He has years of customer service and knows this market. Let me tell you, the great thing about Real Estate Agent Mark is he always answers his phone? He's never missing an action. This is why I recommend real estate agent Mark to my family, friends, and you, my followers. So it doesn't matter if you live in New York, LA, Dubai, Rome, London, or Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. If you're looking to buy real estate in South Florida, contact real estate agent Mark. You can contact him at Palm Beach Realtor. For you. Everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I'm here in John Pennekamp Coral Reef State Park. That's where I'm at. You know, in 1963, this became the first underwater state park in the United States. Now just north of here is Cape Biscayne National Park. And it's the first national park that is really underwater. What happened, all this was once going to be all part of one big national park. But in 1963, the governor at the time stepped in and took this area and made it a state park before it could become part of the national park. What's important to realize is most of the state park, like 178 nautical miles of it is out in the ocean where the coral reef is. What's a nautical mile? Well, it's about this much bigger, a little bit bigger than a land mile. It is actually equivalent to a land square mile. It's 1.1508 bigger than a actual land, square mile. Nautical miles are based on longitude and latitude of the Earth's coordinates. So basically, one minute of latitude is what they consider like one square mile of nautical miles, if that makes sense. I'm not a seaman. Well, I am, but not that kind of seaman. You know, like the ones out on the boats. I don't know a whole lot about boating. That is one thing I didn't do a whole lot of in my life. Love water, but never really took care of the boats. This park is made up of primarily like four main areas. You have like right out here, you can see along the shore. Well, this is a good example. You have the beach area. You have the water, the coral reef area out there. Right over there, you can see the mangroves. You have the mangrove swamps. And then you have the hamlocks, inland. That's the trees like over in this area. Look over here. If you're watching me on YouTube, please do. And as you're watching me, please subscribe and press like. So there is like four main areas to the park. Also, the park contains 200 keys and inlets, are within the park boundary. There's a lot of things you can do here in the park. There's glass bottom boat tours, you can go snorkeling, you can go diving, you can go hiking. So let's talk a little bit about that. If you're a camper, you can come here and go camping. You can make reservations. They have 42 reservable campsites. They have some primitive sites for different, if you just don't need electric and you don't want to do that stuff, you just want to camp, they do have primitive sites. They also have some youth sites, which is for large organizations. Hiking trails, there's like three or four of them. They're real short. I mean, we're in Florida. There's no mountains. There's no hills. It's all flat. They're only like three-tenths of a mile to maybe the longest one, I think, is just a little over a half mile. So all the hiking's pretty short. They actually have paddleboard trails through the mangroves, and there are marked trails that you can go through the mangroves. So that's kind of some of the stuff you can do here. It's a lot of water stuff. Let me just tell you that much. Now, what happened, and I'm going to talk about this maybe a little bit more later. Back in the 40s and 50s, the reef was pretty much being destroyed because of tourism. I'll talk more about the reef being destroyed at another time. But what I found interesting, this park, John Pennekamp, it got its name from an editor in the Miami Herald, a guy named John Pennekamp who used to write real favorable things about the governor and the governor liked everything he wrote so when the governor like, decided to make this a state park before it could become a national thing he named it after this Miami Herald editor and guess where he's from he's from Cincinnati you know Good people, like Silver Daddy. We come from Cincinnati. So that's where it kind of gives its name. And it's a great state park. You know, it's the most one of the most visited state parks. Over a million people come here every year. It's huge. And in the visitor center, there's a 30,000-gallon saltwater aquarium. I'm going to go check that out because I used to have saltwater but I'm going to tell you something about camping here. I did camping here back in about 1987 when I was working with a bunch of youth. And we went through the islands and we actually camped here. This was one of the places we went camping. And it's also the place back at that time we could take what was called the Queen Conks. And we caught a lot of them. We thought we pulled them all out of the shells, but we didn't get them all out of the shell. And as we were driving here from another key further down, Bahia Honda, the car started to stink. Like rotten fish. It was rotten conch. smelled so bad that we had to throw the conchs away. We tossed them over the fence. And then all night long, that's all you could hear was the raccoons fighting over these cock shells. So I have been here many times. One of my favorite places. It has lots of great memories. And speaking of memories, I just remembered. I have to go to break. Hey everyone! Please listen to my sponsors. And I'll be right back from another location here in Monroe County down in Florida Keys in Key Largo. I'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I am in my favorite place because as soon as you walk in, the smell of this high-quality leather overtakes you. Yes, I'm at Leatherworks, my favorite place to shop. They have the Highest quality of leather products in the Southeast. No, no, I'm not just talking about Southeast Florida. I'm talking about the entire Southeast of the United States. Their products are the highest quality leather, and a lot of them are made right here. And the great thing about Leatherworks is... They do not discriminate against size. So even me, Daddy Bear, I can even find things that fit me here at Leatherworks. But it's not just leather, everyone. If you have a fetish, I guarantee you they have the fetish gear that you may want, let's just say. They have a lot of things to choose from. Go online to leatherworks.com and that's works w-e-r-k-s and while you're there you can check out they have specialty classes you know if you have like a fetish you want to learn more about you can go there and join the lifestyle program because then you get discounts on in-store promotions hey everyone make sure you go to Leatherworks, that's works with W-E-R-K-S, and you can buy online! Hi everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I am still in John Pennekamp State Park, but I'm in an area where we used to like start diving and teaching diving. It's a great area to go snorkeling and learn your basics of scuba diving. I don't know if you know, I was once a paddy dive instructor. So I know a little bit about this stuff. And I want to talk a little bit more about the coral reef. It's very important to understand our coral reef system. So out in the waters here, you have the coral reef. And on that coral reef, there's a lot of things that live in this water, even the shallow water here. I remember back in the 80s when I first came here, the first time we were snorkeling. I saw a barracuda that was like 20, 30 yards away. I turned to look at my friends. I turned back and this barracuda was right in my face. Those things are like stealth jet bombers. They come right to you and stop right in front of your face. And they got these big gnarly teeth can be intimidating, let me tell you. But they're attracted to shiny things. So if you're wearing like a silver necklace or a ring, when that shines in the light, they think it's something they need. So we always say, don't wear your wedding band and chains when you go diving unless you want the barracudas right up in your face. But in this water right out here, There's over 600 types of fish. Also, there's over 70 types of coral. And we do have salties. So, I'm hoping you guys know what a salty is, right? If you are from South Florida or Australia, you definitely heard the word salties. They are the saltwater crocodiles. And yes, we do have saltwater crocodiles here in South Florida. A lot of people are not even aware of that. But yes, we do have them. The other thing is, the Florida reef that is off right out here in this area, it is our only barrier reef that we have in the continental United States. Yes, there's reefs over in Hawaii, but that's not part of continental United States. This reef system is 168 to 170 miles long and about four miles wide. It actually starts north up this way in Biscayne Bay. The reef starts by Foley Rocks and the reef goes all the way down to Marquesas Reef or Marquesas Key, and that's where the reef ends. Now, the reef can vary anywhere from, you know, hundreds of feet offshore to miles offshore. It is nothing but a giant arch. The reef is a giant arch, just like the islands are in in an arch. The reef is right off the Florida Keys. So you're going to find different parts of reefs. Now, this reef starts right in this area, but you're going to find coral going up Florida. You'll find coral all the way up to Stewart, Florida, where I live in Fort Lauderdale. My favorite beach I go to, Lauderdale-by-the-Sea, there's a reef right there. So you can actually swim out and snorkel along the reefs. In this reef system, there's over 6,000 reefs. Yes, there's 6,000 different reefs. At one time, it was one of the top, I think it's in the top five reef systems in the world. These reeds, they're old. When I say they're old, these reeds are estimated to be 5,000 to 7,000 years old. And they all came about when the sea level raised during the Westonian glacier period. That's when these reeds all started to start. Now, the best reeds are actually right here in the state park. So, right here in John Pennicamp Coral Reef State Park is some of the best reefs that you can see. And also around Elliott Key. The reef system is on two different ridges out in the ocean. And there's the Hawk Ridge, and then we also have the White Banks Ridge. The White Banks Ridge is very important because the White Bank Ridge is where there's a lot of seagrass that grows. So if you're on the White Bank Ridge, what likes to eat seagrass? Two main things. Turtles and manatees. So if you want to see the West Indies Caribbean manatee that comes into Florida, this is an area where you will see them because they go out there during the daytime and eat. They have to be back in fresh water at night to drink the fresh water, but they tend to eat out in the salt water, and this is where you're going to find a lot of them. This reef system has over 1,400 types of marine life, And when I was talking about fish, I said there were 600 fish. Well, out on the reef, there's about 500 fish. So there's about 100 different fish that's not just reef fish. But there's over 500 types of reef fish. And that's important to know because 25% of all the ocean life survives on the reef. It is the reefs that provides the life to the ocean and that life in the ocean is very essential to us as humans on land so it's very important that we make sure we protect our reefs i'm going to talk about that in just a second because i wanted to first explain that reef that we're talking about there's three types of reefs that we have here we have the hard bottom reef and that's the stony coral Remember I said there's 70 types of coral out here? There's 40 types of stony coral. That's pretty amazing. Stony coral is what it sounds like. They look like stone. They're hard. So you have that there. And the stony coral actually grows right off the limestone on the bottom of the ocean. There's a little sand over it, but not a whole lot. Stony coral makes our beaches sand, makes the sand on our beaches. Did you know that? That's where you're going to find the parrotfish. And parrotfish are the ones who eat the stony coral, and they get the allergy out of it, and they spit it out. When it comes spitting out of their jaws, it's sand. And that sand gets washed up the shore, that's what makes your beautiful beach. Parrotfish and stony coral. Then you have the grassy areas, the shallows, where the turtles and the mantis hang out. And then we have what we call the bank reef, which is in the outer edge of it, and is where it starts to get deeper. So what happened to our reef system? And I mentioned this earlier. Back in the 40s and 50s, People used to come here to see the reef, and they used to go snorkeling, and they used to give them hammers to go out and chisel parts of the coral to take home as a souvenir. Oh, my God, that was destroying the whole coral system. People had to have their little tourist souvenir. Nothing cheaper than going out in the water and finding a conch shell or finding a piece of coral and destroying it so I can take it home to my Midwest and show all my friends I was in Florida. And that's what started destroying our reef. And that's why in 1963 they had to protect this area. Our reefs are so important to us. There's three main things that are destroying our reefs right now. Pollution. Yes. Where does that pollution come from? Us. Overfishing. Overfishing causes a problem because you cut down. You take the larger fish and you're cutting down. It's all part of the food chain, people. Small, you know, the small eat the algae, the stuff in the water. Then larger ones eat that, and then big ones eat that. Well, we get rid of all those middle-sized fish, then all the big ones die, and the little ones become overpopulated. Overfishing is a major problem. And then finally, climate change. I have seen this in my own eyes diving. Climate change, just a degree or two warmer of ocean water, causes what we call bleaching. Bleaching kills off the coral. The coral all turns white. It dies. It breaks off with the waves. And I have seen fields of it look like a graveyard. It is one of the saddest things I've ever seen. That coral life out there, remember, 25% of everything in the ocean lives off of it. A lot of humans live off that stuff in the ocean. It's very important that we protect our corals. Hey, everyone. I'll get off my soapbox. It's time to go to a break and listen to our sponsors. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Hey, don't forget to subscribe. Be right back. Stop! Just like the sign says. I just thought of something. You know, if you're going on vacation and you need someone to watch your pet while you're gone because you don't want to put them in that, quote, pet spa or in that cage, I can help. Or if you have an elderly family member that you take care of and you need a fun-loving silver daddy there just to have fun with them and watch them, while you're running errands or have to work I can help or if you just got that job and you're moving from Miami to LA and you've got like two cars in that U-Haul that you have to drive I can help just send me an email to trippinwithsilverdaddy at gmail.com now if you have to like clean those leaves out of the gutter I can't help sorry just saying. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Here's what's really interesting about Key Largo. Key Largo has two state parks. Now everyone's heard of John Pennicamp Coral Reef State Park. Well I say everyone. If you're a diver, you're pretty much probably heard of it. But there's also Dagney Johnson State Park. And that's where I'm at now. Very interesting state park and how it came about. Because this area was once going to be developed in the 1980s into what they were trying to call like the new Venice just miles from Miami. And they were going to pretty much land strip this forest and this forest is 24 acres of what they call tropical hardwood hammock forest. It is the largest one in continental United States because they only grow in very tropical areas. So they wanted to destroy all this to put condos here. Luckily, there was a person and a Dagny they called her Dagny she was i believe an attorney and also a very much an active an activist that loved nature and she fought this and got all the people in the area to fight against this whole development and she won she got enough people and got enough attention of the importance of this area to save it, and they made it into a state park. There is over 84 protective species of plants and animals that live in this area. When we talk about protective, these are things that are just on the verge of potentially becoming extinct. Just walking down this path, I saw things that I've never seen before, like wild coffee. Was right over there. Right across from me, right here. Here, turn the camera if you're watching on YouTube. See that sign over there? Right over there is what they called blackbeard plant that grows a seed pod and the seed pod then splits open. And there's a red seed, I'm sorry, there's black seeds, that's the blackbeard that has this red kind of hairy thing on the seeds it attracts the birds and all that oh there's some birds that come here that only come here to mate there's a cuckoo which i've never heard of that comes here it also has the salties that i talked about you know the saltwater crocodiles are in here there are also some other things that you got to kind of watch out for like the rattlesnakes you know and the poisonous centipedes and then they have the banana spider so there are some things but that just goes with being in the outdoors and being out in nature but it's a beautiful place and like i said places like this need to be preserved i just came here to sit and it's a great place to meditate I haven't seen a person yet. The parking lot's full, so there's people here. I know that. But it's just a good place while you're down here in Key Largo. Grab something to eat. Come sit on a bench in the park. Walk the park. See the trails. Learn something about nature. We can always learn things. And that's the important thing. And that's why I love doing these trips. Do you think I know all this stuff? Hell no. I read about it and I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I never knew that happened. And I try to share it with all of you. So I hope you're enjoying this. Now, it's kind of like you get to travel with me. I guess we're best friends now. We're buddies. We can be travel buddies. If any of you have like a buddy pass on airlines and you need a buddy, I volunteer. I'll do it. So, I'm just having a good time here. This is relaxing. And that's what I want to do. So, I hope you're relaxed. And while you're relaxing, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube. Hey everyone, I'm going to take a break. I'm getting a little tired. So, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, Probably we're going to end the show. I'll be right back. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Did you know if you live within 20 miles of the ocean, there is saltpeter in the air. Saltpeter is very bad for your car. It can cause rust and dull your paint. So... You need to get your car washed at least once a week if you live within 20 miles of the ocean. That's why I go to Majestic Car Wash. My blue beauty, I only trust Majestic Car Wash. They're located at 2781 North Federal Highway. You know, you have your choice. Your car can go through the 40-foot-long cleaning tunnel, or it can be hand-washed. They also have a detail shop that can make your car look brand spanking new. So where do I take my Blue Beauty? To Majestic Car Wash. You need to go there today. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I'm hoping you had a great time here in Key Largo with me. What an incredible place. You know. I've always loved John Pennekamp State Park ever since when I came here right after college. It actually was just going snorkeling diving there that made me want to pursue diving as scuba diving and becoming an instructor. Love it down there. Love this area here. It is a little windy today, as you can see if you're watching me on YouTube, my hair's all over the place, and you probably can hear the wind, but it's an incredible place, and I'm sorry if I really went off the handle about coral, because it is one of the things that I truly love, and I'm very passionate about, is my coral in the ocean, but it is something that's very important to us. So if you ever get to South Florida, you really need to come down here. You know, Key Largo is only an hour, 15 minutes from Miami. So that makes it possibly two hours from Fort Lauderdale. You can rent a car and be down here. Even better, if you're ever coming to Florida and you need someone to take you around, I'll be your tour guide. I love doing that, if the money's right. But yeah, seriously, if you ever come to the area, I can tell you, you have a lot of places to go to in South Florida. I just had a great time. I had a good time going to um, Nagy, Anna Nagy, Johnson State Park. It's a place to kind of unwind, just sit and think. And now that my day is kind of over, now it's time to get back in the car and drive back up north and deal with the traffic in Miami. But it's a great place to hang out, a great place to be. So I'm really hoping you all had a great time with me here today. And just remember, as always, love, peace, and respect. You've been listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Bye!